laughing. I was making myself laugh last night because I don't know what it what made me think of this, but I was like, I thought of a funny gag for the show. What if each time we had a guest before we started recording, I mean, we would start recording, but we would be like, this isn't going to make the show or whatever. What if we were just like, so before we do the show, we like to, and then just have something totally absurd and get their reaction to it. Like, so before each episode, we actually do flash the camera. <laughs> like, so, like, <laughs> like, so we actually do um, swallow something inedible, and that's just our way of like really getting into warming up our voices, goes. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, do it with such a straight face, or like, so we actually do. Um, shout out our uh deepest secret at the moment and what that does is kind of gets us comfortable with each other before um, we get going we just like to gargle some salt water you know yeah right <laughs> we do have this song that we made up and we yeah. sing it's like a chant we do sing our theme song acapella <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> like wouldn't that be so funny and just get right, the reaction ready, to it's it an a like do you have any good ones like ideas for like for absurd, gags just absurd no absurd these? things that we could tell our guests and then just have like a compilation i just like compile is that a how compilation. you say that word i don't know how to say i say that word wrong every time i say that yeah same i think it's a compilation but um compilation so <laughs> we actually do this meditation in which we imagine that our belly buttons are ten. No! Long. Oh my god, no. Please, let that leave my mind once and for all. Oh my gosh, I'm making myself laugh. We actually stick a fork in an electrical outlet before every episode <laughs> wake up our minds. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. We all do right, everything well... that they tell you not to do as a child. We play with fire, we stick with <laughs> Yes, we've run with scissors. That's my favorite. You know, we actually do talk to strangers before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Point of Two, everyone. Yeah, well, that one was flat, but I, you know. Justin, I don't usually ask this on the show, but how are you? <laughs> no, this is the first time you've ever asked me how I'm doing, actually. Yeah. In, in, our, in our entire friendship. So, you know, yeah, I'm I glad you're finally probably. asking how I'm doing. Yeah. What's the phrase that I like? It's not um, everyone asks, no, everyone says yeehaw, but nobody asks how ye, you know? <laughs> yes. It's I always... am. Go ahead. It's always Happy Mario Day and not Waluigi was left off of Mario Kart 7. <laughs> Is Mario Day a thing? Yeah, March 10th. Oh, 
Marv one zero. It's like Marv. Ah. Let me not interrupt you. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I feel a sneeze coming on, so I feel like I might sneeze in the middle of my answer. Although I need to look into light or something. We actually do look into the light before each episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing well. I'm. I've had a lot of trouble falling asleep last night, so I'm. I waking up. I don't know. No, unaware of my surroundings maybe <laughs> i just feel off um but today is a good day as is every day i don't know what i'm saying right now see this is what i'm saying i tried i tried falling asleep at 11 30 and i couldn't fall asleep until about three and three was just the last time i looked at the clock you know you ever have that battle with yourself where you're like all right i want to go to sleep and go and then you're like I can't do it. And then you guilt yourself for not being able to do it, and you get mad at yourself, and it's a whole thing. And it's just awful. Do you ever do that? Yes, I do. It's just Good terrible. Time. But, yeah. I don't know. It, I, I am, do get, I'm all right. <laughs> we actually do get mad at, each other, mad at ourselves before each episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> mad at ourselves, not, not yeah. at the other person. No, exactly. We actually do show up 12 minutes late. Oh, wait, that's me. Um, <laughs> we actually do remember to charge our laptops before. <laughs> I actually do cuss a little. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Do you, Anyway. I have a question. Do you like being sleep? I know Dan's answer to this. Do you like sleeping cold or sleeping warm? Oh, I like wrap myself in blankets like a hot dog. So like, like a pig in one of them blankets. <laughs> so like, I know people who like the room to be cold, but then they wrap themselves in blankets. Yes. But like me, for example, I have to be comfy, cozy, wrapped in a blanket. Like I don't like, I don't like if the room is cold. I I think that's part of the reason why I couldn't fall asleep last night is that the room was cold and I was also cold and mm. I should put another blanket on or i don't know sweatpants or something but you know we're doing really good on timing this episode to answer your question i'm doing pretty well <laughs> <laughs> um it's also 7 a.m yes yes because nick know decided let's wake up at another ungodly hour and see how this episode does yes we know how <laughs> we do when we record in the mornings um but i am good i didn't have a ton of eventful things uh which is fine i am getting my car in, in i was gonna ask five days five Yay. days i'm getting it on friday so i'm very excited about that um i'm very grateful my what i'm grateful for this week i am grateful for the good days and the bad oh. and also and also my health um so yeah, that that's my answer. You, I don't think you said. Do you want to elaborate? Grateful. No, I did not. Do you want to elaborate at all, or uh, yeah, that so for the uh, the for the trauma episode? Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, well, what I was, yeah, I can definitely elaborate. So I think for the first time that, like in like OCD recovery, for me at least, I've recognized that like bad days are also essential to recovery, which is something that I did not. I always saw them as a setback before, so that's been really empowering. Um, ask me next week and my answer might be very different, but, uh, you know how it is. Um, 
Yeah, I like that. I'll see you around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. I like that a lot. Thanks. What do you? I think it's all about before? the it's all about the journey too. Sometimes we're so focused on waking up at seven fifty five with your alarm going off, and <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we're so focused on the destination, trying to get there, trying to be happy, and all this stuff. But the bad days are part of part of life. You're gonna have them. So. Right. I mean. A wise woman once said, um, what did she say? I don't know. Forgetting the lyrics. <laughs> now I'm forgetting the lyrics. Oh, there is always going to be another mountain. I'm always going to want to make it move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always going to be an uphill battle, and sometimes I'm going to have to snooze. All right. Um, let's get on with the episode. So this week we are Well, maybe I about... should say what I'm grateful for. Maybe you should say what you're on. grateful for. <laughs> The theme of this episode has been asking the other person how they're doing slash what they're grateful for and then just talking about it. <laughs> just ignoring and not listening to the answer. <laughs> yeah, so we actually ignore each other for the first 20 minutes of the episode. Before we start recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is hard when we're... Actually, no, it's not that hard when we're, you know, getting angry at ourselves. <laughs> yes, true. We both like to talk a lot. Justin, what exactly. are you grateful for? for what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for... A couple things one of the things i'm grateful for is summer i love i love warm weather i love everything that summer brings and so i'm just grateful that summer is here and although this past weekend it felt like it was fall because it was like in the 40s 50s not 40s it was like 50s which is not terrible this is yes, degrees fahrenheit for our international listeners um i'm grateful for that i'm also grateful for just ongoing friendships i was i had a good really good conversation about life with someone that you and i both know uh, the other day and it was just one of those you know philosophical conversations about this is where life is this is how society wants you to be i feel like it's not i'm trying to figure out my my not meaning but my place in this world and what i'm doing and with with work and stuff and she gave me some really good advice about kind of similar to what you said about the good days and the bad days and just wanting to try to get to the destination. I guess you didn't say that. I guess I said that. But wanting no, but to get it's to the true. destination. That's what I meant. Yeah, like wanting to get to the destination and also the journey. And she just gave me advice about, you know, sometimes it's not about it's it's not about getting to the destination. It's about thinking thinking what is the next right step for me. And actually, she was quoting uh, another podcast that she listens to, which I don't want to shout out because we don't, we don't shout out. I'm any, kidding. Yeah, I'm we kidding, don't I'm shout out, we, don't, we don't give free publicity to anybody. <laughs> uh, but definitely not Subaru. Definitely not McDonald's. Definitely not like, shouting out all of our weird things that we did in the comedic meditation. But yeah, I, I thought that was a really nice perspective of you don't have to figure out you don't have to make your decisions about what you're doing next in life based on, okay, I want to get here in the future. I mean, you should at least have that kind of in mind, but sometimes just think about what's the next right thing for you. And so that was really helpful for me in that moment in that conversation because I'm trying to figure out what my next right thing is in terms of, well, I'm just leave it at that. I'm not going to be too specific, but I'm trying to figure out my next right thing. And I think that that was very helpful. So I am grateful for that conversation very much so. And if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> who gave me that advice? I, 
I know, and you're welcome. Yeah. I did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we also lift no. each other up before every episode. Every episode. <laughs> yes. We get angry at ourselves, but we lift each other up, you know? Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, anyways, I loved that. That was very real. And speaking of real, let's talk about social media. Um, yes. You know, just the best our representation realest of our authentic selves. Um, so if you do hear that in the background, we do interrupt... Oh, it, it do be. We do have our family interrupt each other, or interrupt us before, before each episode. Each episode. <laughs> um, but I will say, so it's my dad, but he's doing a phenomenal job of being quiet because he's been here mostly this whole time. Oh, um, I did I go I on did. mute. To, I did go on mute to ask him to not be talking to the dog before he realized I was recording. Um, but I talked but, to the next dog before every episode. Yes, exactly. So, and <laughs> that's a great point because with social media no i'm kidding <laughs> um, <laughs> so today we wanted to talk about social media um basically just it's really just an opinion episode in my in my opinion um it's not really great like with the speaking parts today right we are but i'm i'm really kind of <laughs> loving this episode so pat ourselves on the back um we want to talk about social media and just like what it means to us and whether we think it's authentic whether we think whether we enjoy it, what we don't like about it, um, its effect on us and how we use it. So I want to open it up to you first and just say what, well, you know what, let's just lay out what we think, what we think of when we think social media. So I wrote down, I think I have six. Um, when I think social media, I think Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Okay. I don't consider YouTube social media. I know it technically is. Um, but I I've never thought of just because I don't like make videos and post them on YouTube, I guess. Maybe that's why I don't think of it as social media. Sure. Um, but I just use that to watch videos. So, first of all, what is your favorite social media? What is If my you were to favorite? rank them, if you were to rank them. I think Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and I don't have TikTok. I don't have Twitter. I used to have Twitter, but then I deleted Twitter because I was at a professional thing and someone, like, as an introduction, I may have told this story before. As an introduction, someone went onto my Twitter and found a bunch of pictures of me and, so, like, asked the slideshow before they were introducing me. They took pictures from there and pictures that I forgot I'd posted. And I was like, I don't need this. I should delete it. So I used to have Twitter. I don't have Twitter anymore. But. That sounds like the most horrific experience I've ever. No, it was it was, it was, it was fine. I mean, I posted it, so I guess I was like, it wasn't like terrible. It was just like middle of my awkward stage pictures. You know, that's like, why are we using this in a professional setting? <laughs> the middle <laughs> so, of my awkward stage. So, um, I don't know. It's funny. I don't know if I would consider. I guess it is. I do have a LinkedIn, but I. So anyway, to go back to the original question, I, I would say Instagram, Snapchat facebook are the ones that i use the most um i guess you that would also be how i'd rank them linkedin i have a linkedin i don't really think of that as social media though because i guess i guess it's more of a professional social media and mm, i guess you could definitely. use facebook as a professional social media too but i use it more as like a a networking tool like i don't know our school had handshake i don't know if other schools had handshake or things like that but i feel like linkedin i don't consider handshake a social media platform but i don't I guess, consider handshake and i think that was just with our 
Yeah, I don't think everybody knows what Handshake is either. I think that's like specific. I do know some other universities use it though. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, I'm gonna reference something that one of our friends says, and I'm not gonna say who it is. Uh, but they will be on a future episode, so they can you know reveal themselves if they want. Defend but LinkedIn, themselves. <laughs> LinkedIn is where you go to professionally jerk yourself. Um. Oh my god. And we who can says bleep that. that I want to know. We can bleep, bleep that. But um, my dad's looking at me. It, strangely um i do looking at you strangely yeah we actually do look at each other strangely before, before each other um, <laughs> it's interesting though because you and i had similar similar rankings so i did instagram first snapchat twitter facebook linkedin and then tiktok i don't have tiktok i don't want tiktok um and it's just it's like i feel like tiktok is for like it's Anything like that's the generation on TikTok us. becomes an Instagram reel. It's like the cycle yes. of TikTok. So I don't feel the need to get it when I can just see the trends on Instagram. Yeah, it's wild. I, we've talked about this before. I do think it's interesting how influential TikTok is. For example, there is a TikTok. Let me just bring her in real quick. Lady Gaga. Um, there is her song Government Hooker <laughs> is going viral on Twi on TikTok. On TikTok, and it has had its most successful streaming days on Spotify ever, multiple times in the past week. And the song is from 2011. It's on Born This Way. So, wild. That's been something I feel like is very unique to TikTok. It's been bringing older music, older TV shows, older, like things that have come out years ago are coming back into the circulation because of they're becoming TikTok trends. Yes. Another example, Love Story by Taylor Swift. There was there were people in the comments, I feel like some of them were probably kidding, but some of them weren't. They were like, oh my god, the new Taylor Swift song. <laughs> and it's like, no, these are just people that were like not born when Love Story came out and are now like 10 and on TikTok. There's a song called Forget Me Nots, which was like a big thing too. I think it was by, I'm trying to look it up right now, by Patrice Russian. I had never heard that song before, but anyway. Before we continue the conversation, I kind of want to ask Nick, when was the, how old were you and what was the first time that you got a social media account or Ooh. created a social media account? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, actually, this is a really funny story. Um, I think it was, what was that page? It was like Facebook, but for school and you Google you Classroom? Had, <laughs> no, it wasn't Google Classroom. It was something before that. Um, but it was basically Facebook, but you could talk to your classmates. You could literally mm. post pictures, host. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Yik Yak, but that was banned at my school. No, no. It was <laughs> like the teacher had an account, too. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't Google Plus, was it? No, it wasn't like attached to It was to, specific. Like, it was created for school. Yeah. Um, anyways, I don't know what it was, but I do remember I was, it was in seventh grade and I thought it was so cool because I wasn't allowed to have Facebook, but I was like, oh yeah, I have this account, whatever. Um, and I like went on one night and I was like, not allowed to watch Big Brother because it's on till 11, grr. <laughs> and I like thought that this was normal. It's nice to see that your Instagram has not evolved at all. Or your social media has not evolved at all from then. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay. No. Okay, we're gonna talk about 
that later. But, um, <laughs> no, but it was just, like, uh, I felt like I was, like, tweeting, like, Tori Vega. Remember the, remember the, the like, slap? victorious, like, the slap feeling H. Like, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> but that was my first time. And then I defied my parents' rules and made myself a Facebook um, freshman year of high school. And that was equally as cringy. Um, like, just the things that I would post, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> just, like, nothing bad. Like, it was all, like, very innocent stuff, but it, like, was just so obscure that, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> was it, like, subtweets? You know, the, so no. for those who don't know, the, I, the idea of subtweeting is you tweet something super vague, but it, I guess, that is that where, if you know, you know, kind of came about? Maybe, I, but it wasn't but even... Subtweeting is, like, subtweeting is, like, if you tweet something super vague, but it's, like, towards someone or about something and but you don't mention what that thing is explicitly i guess for plausible deniability i don't know but <laughs> yeah i no it wasn't that it was totally innocent there were just like two specific references um for example like something about lady gaga that no one was going to get that no one could, it was just like very 14 years old like it would just i'm sure yes. i'm sure everybody's facebooks were very um what's the right word, polished and just very, you know, aesthetically pleasing at that age. So you were, you said you were in seventh grade and your first account was Facebook or were you, are you considering I guess, that yeah, the vague first... social media that was meant for children in school? The, <laughs> your first That's one. What it was. Okay. Um, I think I was in sixth grade and I got an Instagram and yeah, it's just it's so cringy if you go back to my thing. But yeah, I think I was sixth grade and I had Instagram. And then I remember in seventh grade, I got Snapchat. And my parents didn't want me to have a Snapchat because not a lot was known about Snapchat. And there weren't a lot of features yet. And the idea of taking a picture and having it go away after X amount of seconds, my parents thought it might encourage some, we'll say, interesting behavior from people who use the app because the picture is only there for 10 seconds max. And, but I got one anyway, and I didn't use it that way. And, and <laughs> they were upset with me, but then, I don't know. They were yeah. upset with you for, oh, they were upset with you for, I thought you meant they were upset for you for not using it that way. No, like, they were upset with me, with me for getting it because it was, you know, like, I don't know if Snapchat was invented for what I'm, reference i don't but think it was but i'm sh i know people used it that way I, well yeah because i feel like that's just the nature of <laughs> yeah i remember that i remember when snapchat first came out and just i remember being in high school i don't think that's when it first came out but when it first got popular and people had it on their ipads taking pictures of teachers drawing obscene things on teachers <laughs> um i did not do that and i, it's evolved honest, I didn't so much. It. Yeah, right now we draw obscene things on each other but we can just use the stickers you know, which were not a thing back then. Um, I want to talk about Instagram because we both mentioned it's our favorite app. Um, but before we do that, I'm just going to try and... This podcast is sponsored by... No, just kidding. Yeah. No, before we do that, I'm going to try and get Peekaboo out of my head forever. Um, I think it was Peekaboo. I don't even know if it was Oh, Peek that's even better. That's even better. By the way, Edmodo was the, the Facebook for students. Edmodo? Yes. I've never yes. heard of that. And you no. got that in middle school? 
like everyone was required to have it in middle school it just yeah in my like yes and then we used it in high school too um but anyways i love instagram honestly we talk about it i feel like we were just talking about it online actually or not online at work um in a meeting where someone said to a group of like i think high schoolers what would you do if you got rid of um if you were told you can't use facebook and they're like or or if you had to pay for facebook like a dollar a month they were like oh i wouldn't i would just give it up like they're like i, I it's not worth it to me but instagram they couldn't live without like they would pay mm. that was basically those are the you know bare bones of the conversation that i probably mixed up um i agree with that. would you be able to get rid of facebook yes because i think i used facebook for more i don't use facebook so much for leisure i use it for like projects so yeah. like for the podcast promoting podcast i use it for the the moya moya awareness community that my family has like that page i used it for that yeah i i find i use the pages i use the groups feature more than i use the just feed like posting updating my status what i do like about facebook versus instagram is that you can attach an unlimited amount of photos to a status update versus instagram you're limited at 10 because sometimes i if i'm going on a trip for instance for the pilgrimage that i don't want to just post 10 pictures i could create an album which i like and i feel like there's a whole different demographic that i'm reaching when i use facebook but i think i could give up facebook i don't know about instagram but if you bring in the money aspect if if, say, if you say social media wasn't free I don't know if I would pay for either. Oh, I would pay for Instagram. I love Instagram. Would you? And yeah, and we were talking about it and I don't know where they got this information or where they came to this conclusion, but it sounds pretty accurate to me, honestly. Instagram is where you go to show people how great your life is and mm -hmm. how, right? And it's like, it's the highlight reel. Um, and that's, I think, one of the reasons that makes it and a lot of social media. But I would, I would argue that Snapchat is more authentic, you know, <laughs> especially given the fact that it's only gone for 10 seconds. Sometimes it's too authentic or only there for 10 seconds. Um, but, you know, Instagram is like where you go to paint the pretty picture. And we've talked about this before. I think that that's, you know, in some ways understandable because like you're not going to post like oh this is me having a depressive episode you know like sure. you don't sh like that's kind of just like in real life too we share the highlights right you only see other people's highlights and you know you see your your whole not only do you see your whole life but you see your whole blooper reel um are you saying but, this in comparison then on facebook you you is the low lights or are you just, just think in general instagram is the highlights or social just, media in general is the highlights think there's a generational difference a little bit where like facebook is for you know there are a lot of people that are you know middle-aged and and you know it runs like i don't think many kids i could be wrong but i don't think many kids below us in age like 16 50 are making facebook's i mean the only reason sense. i made my facebook was because when i knew i was going to loyola they had the loyal class of 2021 group, right and i wanted to add myself to it so i literally made a facebook so that I could be a part of that. And I've had Facebook ever since. But otherwise, there's really no driving force for me to create a Facebook. Right. 
Um, but I think Instagram is more like, look at me, like Instagram is primarily picture related or pi picture based. You have to post a picture right, or you some can't type post of text. graphic. Right. It's yes, exactly. Just text. Um, yes. So, but we've talked about this before and we'll, we can talk about it a tiny bit. And then I want to move into some other um, conversations about like the effects of social media um, on us and what our opinions are of it. But I think there is, like, I, I love Instagram because I do think there's that balance. And I think that you and I both show, like, an authentic um, version of ourselves on there. Like, I use Instagram as, like, an art project almost. And I'm not saying, like, myself. I'm not calling myself art. That sounds so in love with myself. But just, I love doing the themes, you know, and, like, making pictures relate to each other. And even, like, with the most recent theme, like, the kaleidoscope of, like, I call it dirty colors, and by dirty colors, I literally mean colors with, like, dirt on them. Like, kind yeah, of, like, yeah. like it, it, to me, it symbolizes that, like, At Nick Gervasi 98 to see what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, no, it symbolizes that <laughs> imperfection and that, like, recovery is a cycle, and that's why it starts with, you know, the Greek letter. My theme will start with the Greek letter alpha and end with the Greek letter alpha, and it goes through the entire alphabet. So, like, I'll post things that, like, by themselves would look cringy. For example, why does he have a purple filter over the, over this? Like, this isn't 2012. But, like, it makes sense with the theme, right? And, like, I think that is an example of authenticity. It's, like, I'm gonna... Like, I will post it even if it's not, like, something that is deemed cool to post. And I feel like... I mean, I know you don't... You said you don't... Like, I know you don't do themes, but, like, I feel like you're pretty much on that same page. Like, I feel like you'll post something even if it's not considered like, oh, this is like the cool. I, just, I was going to say hip and then I was like, okay, that's how I know I'm not cool. But <laughs> Well, can I ask a clarifying question? No. Okay. okay. So okay. moving on. Uh, no, no, no. no. Clarifying, clarifying question. You say that you feel like Instagram and maybe you were saying also social media as a whole is kind of posting the highlights of your life but then you said you feel like your instagram is your authentic self well I, it's still the highlight i think the highlight reel can still be an authentic representation of yourself right okay. like it's not the full picture but who goes around like you don't do that in real life usually either like you don't walk into class or like if you're a student say like this is what's going on like sure, you can sure, share sure. like i feel like there's there's a way to you know or there's a way to you know be authentic and still and not be like laying everything out on the table um sure i do feel like my instagram showing and my facebook showing is my authentic self going yes. back to like i have i think i just scrolled back to my instagram page to the first picture or not the first picture that i posted but the the earliest photo that's there and it's from like 2015 and yes it's like cheesy cringy whatever but that's just how it is and i don't feel like archiving it or deleting it because that's just it's it, it you sh you can see my evolution as an instagram user <laughs> yeah going from it. but going back to the idea about and the highlights hold, and on, lowlights, I gotta, hold on before you move forward i have to do it to you that's at mtn underscore dol that is correct yes so yeah i i it's interesting that you say the highlights because i would also argue that social media you post the highlights as well as the lowlights because I find that you have an audience at your disposal with social media, right? In a way that, again, I w I'm only 22, so I don't know if I have that much ground to stand on when I say this. But before social media, 
you in order to have an audience you need to be have some sort of platform be famous for some reason you know whatever but now yes. with the with the advent of twitter or instagram or facebook all of your followers can see anything that you post so you have mm -hmm a handful maybe for some people a few hundreds of people you know even if it's just tens of people something that you can just you type click a button and everyone can see it so i've found in my experience it's the highlights i've posted things about graduation i've posted you know special like the anniversary of my surgery for moy moy i posted something um if i start a new relationship for my birthday like i'll post those type of things but also i've found i've posted things that are, I guess you consider low lights, but they were, they're big events that happen. If you consider, say you take like a lifeline, you know, like the highs and then the, the lows, I would say you post both, right? You rarely post things that are the average Joe moments in your life. That's a very good point. But you post the highs, the, the highs of the highs and the lowest of the lows. For example, in 2017, when I, when I lost my grandmother, I posted something on social media to let everybody True. know at once. Because True. if, if, one, if people found out, I didn't feel like telling people, oh, I'm really sad because, I mean, I would, but I, I didn't feel like telling people I'm really sad because my grandmother passed away. It was easy to just make a, uh, I think I did an Instagram post. I don't know if I had Facebook at the time, but yeah, I easy to just post on Instagram a kind of tribute post to my grandmother and let everyone know. And then, you know, people can provide solace and comments saying that they think the thing of you and all that. But I feel like that's a good example of posting the lowlights too. Another example is a recent friend of ours. I found out the other day that she's been going through a, a medical bout. Yes. And and I found out yes. because she posted on Instagram and Facebook and I wouldn't have known otherwise. Yes. So I feel like that's another good example of, you know, she's not, she wasn't looking for pity or anything, but she's just letting people that she cares about know what's going on and wanted to share something like that. So I feel like you can post the highlights, but I feel like you can also, also post the lowlights. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of like, the, the exciting the moments. The exciting yeah. moments, be them good or bad. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah. somebody died. That's exciting. Like, it's just no. the like, it's the eventful like turmoil, like that type of thing too. So it just looks right. like it's it's all of the. It's not the oh, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm bored. That's what Snapchat's right. for. Um, well, then I want to say too. I said that you have an audience at at the palm of your hand, but also I would say. I want to say community because I think community is stronger than an audience, right? Community is built up of people you care about, or people who care about you. Mm -hmm. And so in moments like that, you can reach out to your quote unquote community yes. and say, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, you chose the example of um, earlier about, hey, I'm not going to, you know, you might not post about, oh, I'm, you know, depressed or whatever. But I, I do know some people who who maybe not in the worst bouts of their depression posting like that, but I would do know people who post I'm not in the best state right now. And, and their community would reach out and be like, hey, I'm here yes. if you need to talk. Yeah. So that's something that I think is... that's good about social media. It's okay, having a giant audience at the palm of your hand is not necessarily a good thing in certain circumstances. But in other circumstances, having a community at the palm of your hand is a great thing. Yeah. No, I, I agree. That is a, definitely a benefit of social media. And like, I have friends that I've never met in person. Like, um, I just go on and talk to random complete strangers. No, um, I don't do that. <laughs> but so I had like a 40 minute conversation last night, um, with somebody who is going to the Chromatica Ball in Boston and she and I just like talked this about- This is Lady like, Gaga's every... most recent tour. 
Yes, which begins on July 17th, um, which will be relevant to the conversation later. But um, <laughs> we just talked about, like, everything. Like, we were just like, oh, did you like Enigma? What shows did you go to in the past for tours? Like, what, what date did you go to the Joanne World Tour? Like, have you been to Fenway yet? Because that's where she's playing in Boston, Fenway Park. And it's her first stadium tour. Um, just like, like all stadium tour. Uh, and we just like, I, I had a great conversation with this person who I've never met in real life. But I know yeah. very, like, not very well, but like I know from social media. Um, but I think that is a cool aspect of social media. But that transitions well. Let me transition because that, that leads me to what I wanted to say next. Twitter. Now. I know you don't have a Twitter, but I'm sure you know Twitter's reputation for being somewhat toxic. Um, yeah, yeah. And to, to a, a certain degree, yeah. Yes, and I think, honestly, I think Twitter can be a great place um, for those who don't always have a voice to express themselves, express what they're thinking, but I think it also gives a microphone to people that like to hear themselves talk. I think Twitter can be a very, like, you know, we've, I've talked about, like, the gray area multiple times. I think it's a very black and white um, binary space. Like, people will just tweet something, and then, and if you don't believe this, you're, like, you're basically shit. Like, and people don't think like that in real life. You know, like, I see a lot of political, mm. um, posts on twitter that are just like people like to use their imaginary phds on there where they're just like an expert in whatever um and it can also be like a breeding ground for misinformation like politically socially even entertainment wise and i'm not talking about misinformation here but like stan twitter i don't know if you know what that is but it's very toxic it's just like fandoms like i'll literally see like a post or like a comment on a on a tweet that'll be like um, I wrote this one down. It'll be like, um, folklore outsold Chromatica, fad guys over and wishes she was still relevant. Or vice versa. Like, at least Lady Gaga can sing, flop lore relies on 15-year-olds to maintain her success. And it's like, sir, the question was, what was your favorite Dua Lipa song? Like, it's just like a lot of people fighting on Twitter. That's what I see. And like, I, I know, I've had this conversation with a lot of friends before, that it can just be very negative. So what are your thoughts on Twitter? Because I personally love it. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think I think Twitter promotes, you know, what what is a tweet? A tweet is a quick sentence or two, you know, maybe a little bit longer. Because it, it used to be, it might have doubled at this point, but it used to be you could only create a tweet that was 140 characters. Yes. Now I think it's double that. It's 280 Yes. So, yeah, it's double that. And... I think it encourages tweeting people's unfiltered consciousnesses, right? Because it's just a, a quick little whoop, you know, and then it's up. And I don't know. I, I, I understand. I like what you said about it. it's very binary, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, or I guess a better word for it was polarizing. You get the extreme yes. of one point of view. You get the extreme of the other point of view, but you don't get a lot of, and even if people are tweeting kind of middle ground, like we, we, like we said, the highlights, the lowlights, if you don't, you're not getting a lot of middle ground, at least they, if they are, they're not getting a lot of attention. So I think it makes a lot of sense that it's like that. I also just think, in a way, and this is my opinion, but that I'm open to hearing other opinions, I feel like social media is a reflection on how the world currently is, right? And if the world is currently polarized, it could be 
that could come out in other people's social media or it's, or it could be the other way right social media could be polarizing and therefore it's affects the society as it polarizes society i don't know yeah. what you think about that oh that's i like that last point a lot um i think yes it's a reflection of the state of the world but also it gives people a screen to hide behind and people aren't that bold that's in another their life. thing too i'm not gonna lie like and I think that Twitter is mainly, mainly a conversation platform. Like, you don't really post pictures. You can, but you don't as much. Um, whereas, like, Facebook's the middle ground, and I think that's why Facebook gets a lot of, like, a lot of people start arguing in the comments on Facebook. But you rarely see Instagram. <laughs> people are very— Fights. Like, <laughs> fights. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like it gives that false—they all give that false sense of confidence, but for different reasons. Um, sure. Twitter is very— polarizing because you can say whatever you want with no backing whatsoever you know of it being factual it can be totally opinion based but you state it as a fact and you just start screaming at somebody because you know they think differently or something like i don't know twitter's just like very very negative in my opinion something that was in the headlines a few weeks ago i think maybe i don't think it was a month ago yeah maybe a few weeks ago where elon musk decided that he wanted to buy twitter and he did and you know that there's that's the black and white answer i'm sure it's very gray and all that stuff but as someone who claims to be a a, a self-proponent of freedom of speech that was the reason why he bought twitter right because he was not happy or not satisfied with the 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 moder the moderating that Twitter was doing and that he felt that certain people were being silenced and things were being filtered. And he, as someone who is a, you know, quote, proponent of freedom of speech, he wanted that platform or at least to create a platform where freedom of speech could be defended. Now, I guess my first question for you is what do you think about him purchasing Twitter? And then I guess the second thing is, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about, or actually, while we weren't recording, we talked about how there's uh, Truth Social, Donald Trump's social media platform, also is is the same, claims to do the same thing, where it's freedom of speech, anyone can go on there, right? And so, you talked about how Twitter can also be toxic, right? Because there's stand culture and there's just people going at each other. So I guess my second question to you is, do you think that freedom of speech, yes, should be defended, but to a point? Or do you think that there's like a line where freedom of speech goes too far with on social media that maybe like social media platforms have the responsibility to kind of, I guess, moderate in, in certain ways? Okay, so my answer to the question about Elon Musk, I don't believe his reason for buying Twitter is truthful. Um, he might think it, like, he might believe it, and I guess in that way it's truthful, but I really just think he's a billionaire with money that wanted to buy, it's like a game for him. It's like a, a hobby. It's like, I'm going to buy Twitter and own Twitter. Um, I did just read somewhere, that, and it was probably on Twitter, that he fired employees for who spoke out against him or like disagreed with something that he was doing um and that was being questioned like well you said you believe in freedom of speech so is it only when it you know benefits you or um but again i don't know the full story on that it it was on twitter like i said everything you can 
you can say whatever you want on Twitter and you don't need to back it up. And I'm not going to go and search the validity of every single tweet that I see. Um, just because who's, who's going to do that? So uh, I don't think that that is why he he bought Twitter and to be or is in the process of it to be honest I think that he, like a lot of the things he does in my opinion are questionable and I really think he like I I don't know I just a lot of the billionaires that we know of or the prominent figure billionaires they remind me of like adult children like they literally just <laughs> like like that's that's what they do. Like look at Trump because of the, the amount of wealth that they have, they just yeah, live it's in a just world like, that doesn't have as many consequences. Consequences, as the rest of us. yeah. Like I believe that Donald or at least Trump not ran... live in a world that have to have consequences, but like right, you can skirt around things because you have money. Right. I don't believe Donald Trump uh, ran for president to serve the American people. I think he ran for president to call himself president. Because he had, you know, the time, he had the time to do it. He had the money to do it. And that's why I think he ran for president. And I think it's similar um, for a similar reason that Elon Musk wants to, or is in the process of buying Twitter. But to answer your second question, the censoring of information um, and then the argument uh, for freedom of speech. I think that when you own a company, you can choose what gets flipped and what doesn't um especially in the age of misinformation when anybody can go on and say whatever they want and just say that it's true that's dangerous especially when it promotes hate against just certain minority group um so i don't think that but for example or when it, for example, this is another example, like Donald Trump banned Twitter. I think that, that was totally valid because he was spreading misinformation about the election and undermining American democracy. So I think that was totally valid. Also, it's Twitter, like you sign the, you basically sign like the waiver, right? When you sign up for Twitter, like I agree to the terms and conditions of this, like it's not. You can say whatever you want, but there are still consequences. To play devil's advocate a little bit, do you think, though, if if a company does something like that, does censor certain things, do you think that's infringing on the American right for freedom of speech? No, because you can go out and say it on a soapbox if you want. Honest to God, like it's <laughs> it's their platform. They can choose what's published and what's not published. Like, and if you, I don't know, I just that's a fair point. Like, yeah, and like. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And going back to like, this is a, honestly, we could probably have a whole episode on the responsibilities of social media platforms and what they shouldn't. And, you know, they've there have been congressional hearings on this whole thing, too. But it's what you know, what are the responsibilities of Meta, of Twitter, of TikTok, of, you know, Snapchat to. Um, do they have a responsibility in, you know dissuading people from posting misinformation or is that just not their job is their job just to provide a platform and then they just you know hands off all the way you know right. i think that's a really interesting conversation that could be had too yeah and another example that's politicized but not necessarily political is you know with covid instagram when you share something that has to do with covid it has an al algorithm that says 
this post mentions COVID-19. Um, yeah, that's a great example. It gives like a disclaimer about misinformation and spreading misinformation. Um, Just it says, yeah, it says like, yeah, so maybe that's what the, the platform's responsibility is, is to add those types of algorithms and maybe not completely censor information, but just to encourage people to do their own research and not just take something at face value. Well, Twitter was doing that before they, before they removed Donald Trump from the platform. They were, you, it had the little, this tweet has been flagged for misinformation. Mm, interesting. I don't know if those are the exact words, but yeah, I think if it, it's their, their um, company, then yeah. I mean, if they were doing it unethically, well, I guess, you know, some people would argue that censorship is unethical in and of itself, but if they were just, like, silencing people for, like, expressing their opinion, I think that's a little different. Sure. But when you're, when you're like, objectively lying about an election or a, a disease, you know, or a... So you're saying, so, like... And this is like really strong language, but basically spreading misinformation about, say, the pandemic or about an election, which has facts that you can just back up right. versus just someone being a bigot. <laughs> I mean, there's like differences there is kind of like what yeah, we're saying. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Honestly, like I could even see bigotry being being silenced on social media like I and I wouldn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. because it's, it's i'm just challenging platform. it because you say no no i totally get it i totally their get opinion it. if it's their opinion you have the right to your opinion yes i think it segues well into what we want to talk about next which is is social media is social media as a whole just have a little bit of debate is it net good or is it net bad? And I feel like we're talking about, okay, these are some of like the, the seedier people on social media platforms who just go on, hide behind a screen, as you said earlier. And, you know, <laughs> I, I'm sure, I hope they don't just always promote hate, but are No, there are great hate, people but, on social media. Right. So um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, or maybe I can share my thoughts on is social media net good or net bad? But, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts first, just because you brought up the question. So sure. I feel like you have some talking points. Yeah, well, I don't know if I necessarily have talking points, although I am someone who likes to process things externally. So I'm just going to literally, this is just going to be a brain dump of what my thoughts are. At in my first glance at this question, being the optimist that I am, I like to say that social media is a net good. Because like I said earlier, I feel like it provides people with an audience. It reminds people that you're not alone. Um, and I, I really do think that things that I've used social media for, like I've, I've fundraised using Facebook. Like that's not something that I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to connect with as many people if I didn't have social media. Like sure, I'd be able to tap into my friend networks and stuff. But, you know, you, you're able to reach more people when you can just click friend, 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 and then. Uh, for that reason, um, I I mean I do see the downsides of social media. I think that it's much easier to compare yourself, and I am so guilty of doing this, as we kind of talked about in the episode with Angela of just being uh, perfectionist. Is I, I I am comparing myself a lot, not necessarily like the type of life that I'm living compared to other people, but just like 
I I am guilty of comparing. Oh, this person posted something similar and got more likes than me. Yeah, like even that I think is something that can be bad, and then it can be bad for mental health too. Because if you're comparing yourself, you can get sad, you can get anxious, you can get you know all these type of things. But well, that's that's a good point, and I have a um something I want to say to that. But you, it sounded like you were going to say something. Yeah, else. well, just my last thing is I and like I'm sure there's different types of ways that I'm not. I'm sure I know for a fact that there are different types of ways that you can get your news. But I get a lot of my news from instagram because i follow npr i follow axios i follow you know things things like that so i think it's an easy way to get the news versus having to tune in and watch the six o'clock news or whatever is the news channel or is the time that the news is on here you know we have 24-hour news cycles now and i'm sure we could talk about that on a different episode but i i get it's easy to get things at a glance on social media mm-hmm. um but i do see the bad too so i'm gonna i'm gonna say I want to stay net good, although yeah. there's a there is a part of me that's like, mm, do you really feel that way? But yeah, we can I, get into no, that. I I feel that way too. I feel like it's a net good with a lot of bad sides too. Like I I do feel like it's like a sixty forty, honestly. Yeah, it's, or like yeah, a 70- it's definitely not a heavier like up. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. So my first thing to respond to your the comparisons and the um. Like, oh, likes. Like, I do really – something that I've done recently, the Instagram added around the time that we started this show, actually, the option to hide the like count. Uh, yes. I've actually been doing that more. <laughs> yeah. I love doing that, to be honest, because it allows me in my head to just post whatever I want and not judge the post based on how many likes it got. Because if I really mm. like a post before – this was before this option – um was available when i really liked a post and it didn't do well it's like oh this is a bad post in my mind just like even subconsciously it's like oh it was a bad post now especially with like my themes i did i literally just posted one today that's probably not doing nearly as well as um my college posts um and that's totally fine because it's more obscure like in in it i'm holding a broken like it's like a uh, cylinder type thing in my hand and that's kind of like shows like breaking a cycle and I talked about like the themes of the Odyssey um, in my in my theme in my current theme um, or the allusions to the Odyssey in my current theme uh, but that was something that like wouldn't typically get a lot of likes and there's like a green tinge to it but I, I can't and it's more for me care I post what I want it fits with my theme and that's something that has definitely helped. And I encourage other people to do that too on Instagram if that's something they deal with. So it just seems like that's a very strong, like that was a, I remember that being a thing that it was a debate for a while. Like, should Instagram hide likes? Should they not? Are they going to get rid of the like count entirely? I think America was like one of the last countries they rolled that out in. But I like that, that it's an option. Yeah. In response... That's interesting too because like sorry to interrupt no, but something that I was going to say earlier on in the episode too is that I'm find I find that social media is an it's an art. It's it's an art and it's the science. And for me it's something that I just do so nonchalantly like if I'm going to post something I'm just want to post it because I want to post it but like I also know people in my life who only post at a specific time because that's when it will get the most likes and you know i used to do that but the, the, this is interesting too because like you use social media at your job and you 
that that requires you to get the most amount of attention on your post but me as an individual when i post i'm not playing the game of the art i'm not playing the science i just want to post something because it's like look at i had a great time at this or like you know i want to post my highlight hopefully not as much my low lights but if i am going to post a low light i want to post it just because i want to post it and not think about oh did i post it at the wrong time do i not could i have gotten more likes if i did this is my caption bad so people aren't gonna like it you know so right yeah well no i'm i'm looking at the post that i just did um today that you liked thank you very much um (laughs) there's like for example it looks like the screen is cracked on it i added that and if you look really closely which no one did this again this is for me you can see a heart like a human heart under coincidentally under the point of do logo um with an anchor too it's very very subtle but it's like i'm making this like little collage for myself and i don't care that's not a post that's gonna do well just because it's not you know it doesn't fit the mold of like what's cool but it's for me now and i and i enjoy it and like you said social media can be like an art just like it's like a fun thing um in terms of the bad side of it um aside from mental health because you've kind of talked about what social media can do to mental health i was thinking more along the lines and i agree with you 100 percent um i was thinking more along the lines of like again misinformation and i see it in good in in like well-intended people too an example i'll give is like i follow a lot of ocd advocate accounts and sometimes i'll see things that are just like not correct and it's not that they are intentionally trying to misinform you it's just like okay that's kind of like an oversimplification or an overstatement or where are you like what are your credentials and then you'll see it's like oh it's a person with ocd and it's kind of like it it, obviously their experience is valid but like it's like is that necessary like for example there are some people on there and this is intentionally um misleading that will say, oh, this is how you recover. You have to do these things and these things and these things, and I'm a coach. They're, they're called OCD coaches, and they're not therapists, and they they develop their own, like, recovery method, and it's like, oh, you can totally recover, and blah, 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 blah. You have to follow these steps, and I have this course, and they're trying to get you to, like, and mm. they do, I think they have, like, they're well-intended to an extent, but they're also trying to make money. Um, off of yeah. people that have a disorder and that's just my like one example but i even see it with like different mental illnesses because like i just i see like things suggested for you because like, i i'm into mental health and i'll see things and i'll be like is that actually true um because anybody like i said anybody can have a phd on there um right so also too like the ability to catfish yeah i didn't even think about that, that. social media brings like there's a whole tv show on mtv because of what social media brought to the world and like i'm sure that with phone numbers like when phones first came out i'm sure people Mm. were doing it but like it's much so much easier to just get pics i just say pics get pictures um (laughs) from google and make a fake account and to like that there's there's harm with that you can see that on and that yeah you can see that on dating apps too i have seen instagram influencers that i'm like that is not actually you because I know who you are. No I know who you are. <laughs> not only is that not you, but that's not your age. That's not your sexuality. <laughs> like, you know, so. Yeah. Um, so. And then I that's something else you want to add. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
um it was brought to my attention there's a new social media platform out there i don't know if you've heard of this i actually downloaded it yesterday i because i loved the idea i loved the concept and it's called be real i love being real have you are you familiar with this no 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 okay so the whole concept about be real and very few people because i you know i i had it sync with my contacts and see who else was on it blah 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 and the whole concept of be real is that every day you get a notification and it says you have two minutes to post to your be real and within those two minutes you don't have to do within two minutes but it's encouraged that you do it in two minutes because you and all of your friends on be real get the notification at the same time and it you you take a picture and it takes a picture from both your back camera and your front camera oh that sounds scary and you just post whatever you're doing at that time and then you just send it up and so then as it as so today it, the notification came and it comes at a different time every day so the notification today came around two o'clock so i just took a picture i was sitting right where i'm sitting right now i just took a picture of my reflection in my laptop and uh, i made a funny face and I just sent it. And it, what I like about it is that sure some people will like stage it or whatever and you know. Oh yeah. However they want. Um and you can see how many times someone might have retaken it mm-hmm. versus or or like if it's just like the first one like authentic like boom that's that's what they're doing right now front back. Like like a lot of people are like like one of my friends had a bowl of granola and so the back camera picture was the bowl of granola and the front picture was just like their eyes and forehead. And that's what you get. And then each day you get that notification. And it's like, boom, that's what this is. That what could be so real. dangerous in theory. <laughs> well, in, you, you still accept what's like what right, you post what and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I like the idea because it's not like you're doing all this planning, right? Because I feel like, I don't like doing planning. Like if I like a picture, I just want to post it. But I, I mm-hmm. find myself doing the planning before I post something because I feel like that's what's expected of me. But what I like about this it is shouldn't be. I'm literally just going to – the whole concept is you post one thing every day. It could be – like I've had bedhead. I mean yesterday I was at the Red Sox because it was Father's Day and I was at the Red Sox with my family. Today I was working, so I was just in my in my room with my computer. and and. You know, who, this is day two. Uh, who knows what day three will be like? I'll just be in the middle of something. You know, I'll just be like, oh, I guarantee you, I'm gonna have bedhead and look like a sl- sack of potatoes. But you know, like, who cares? I love a and sack I love of it. potatoes. Um, <laughs> I love. I, it. I just love the idea. Love that idea too. And um, part of me is like, oh well, my Instagram is pretty well, like it's it's the highlights still. Of course, it's the highlights, but it's, it's also. It's 100%. And I, like, honestly, I want to do this, too. I'm definitely going to make Get this app, because I need I more friends. No, I don't need more friends. <laughs> you know, so much for Be people- Real. <laughs> well, no, no, but, like, not a lot of people have it, right? So right. I have, I have like, a couple of friends who have it, and it's cool to just be like, Oop. And, you know, if if you do it, if you do the post after the two minutes, it, it, it you don't get penalized or anything. It just says, like, oh, they're, the example, eight hours late. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious know. to do. Yeah, I definitely want to do it. I guarantee you, nine out of ten of my first pictures are going to be me on the toilet. Like that is what I think <laughs> is dangerous about this. Well, it again, will be head up, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but again, it's like, oh, there's you a don't bunch have of to. You you don't know when the notification is coming because it comes at a different time every day, and you know if if you just happen to be on the toilet for the first three <laughs> days 
I guess you're just on the toilet a lot. But <laughs> yeah, I'm also nervous too because when you Google someone, sometimes their Instagram posts will come up. So I'm afraid that one day someone's gonna Google me and it's just gonna be a bunch of pictures of me on the toilet. Like yeah, well, that's well, that's again, what potential employers you, are gonna see. What, if you I ever... choose what you post, so you like right. if the notification if you get the notification and you just so happen to be on the toilet, you just wait until you're not on and then you do it. You know, mm. so I don't know. I just I wanted to end the episode with that because this it's refreshing to me because I feel like social media has a similar take. I mean, Snapchat is a little bit different. I feel like it's more of a, it's a communications device. Like, like I don't know. Not like, I'm not posting something for a general public to see. I'm sending individual, unless it's a story, sending individual photos to my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I find this refreshing because I don't have to plan. I'm literally just going to, I plan to at least, just post whatever the heck I'm doing when I get the notification. Mm-hmm. And there's also this, there's not necessarily likes, there's reactions, which I guess like Facebook has, but instead of it being like a thumb, you have to uh, take a picture of yourself mimicking that emoji. So like, if you wanted to do a thumb for a like, you have to like give a thumb. And that's funny. It like posts you going like this. So you see the person's face or like, if you're, if you want to do like a hard eye, send a hard eye emoji, you have to, your face has to somehow mimic the hard eye emoji and then you you send that as the like yeah it's, how it's do you just, mimic that just, you use your just eyes like, wide open really a uh, wide open just like hello it's that's hello, terrifying hello clarice you know <laughs> God, this picture of me is so good <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i just i i don't know i like i like be real maybe my maybe this can be our little experiment if you get it too we can yeah no i would love to in. i would love to um also i wanted to talk this is another experiment i'm doing it's not really an experiment but it can be um on august 19th of 2022 the recording artist known professionally as lady gaga will be landing her ship at fenway park and bringing us the world of chromatica And on July 17th, that tour will begin, and I will be going off of social media entirely because I don't want to see spoilers of this show. And I am curious to be real then. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because she's definitely not on there. Um, I feel like that's something she would love, but also hate because she doesn't like social media. Um, She says it's the toilet bowl of the world, but also it has its perks, which is like kind of where we stand too, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Although we said net good. We're net go- oh, I think she <laughs> believes that too at the end of the day because she's on it. Yeah. Um, but no, but I'm just saying like I'm curious to report back on what my I've, – and I've, I've done this before, avoiding spoilers, but I am like totally no tw- – because my for- – not only is my For You page covered with her, but Point of Do's For You page is covered with her. Do you follow a bunch of – no, that accounts on point. No, of view. not on point of view, but it still knows because, like, just my hit, like so half the time I'll search things on point of view by accident or message people from point of view by accident, uh. <laughs> um, and then be like, "Oh, sorry, this is Nick. I didn't realize I was on the podcast account." But I will report back, um, on yes. what that's like. But let's let download be real. Let's get both. Get I will. Real I will. We'll, uh, let's let's do this. It'll be fun. I will. But anyway. My name is Justin Dew. And I'm Nick Gervasi. 
And you can reach us at our email, pointofviewpodcast at gmail.com, or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash pointofview. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Point of View Podcast and Twitter at Point of View. That sounds so ingenuine after the conversation. I was going to say, follow us on Be Real at <laughs> Follow us on Be point. Real yeah. at Do of Point. Uh, if you enjoy our show, give us a rating. This feels ingenuine too. You know, give us a rating if you want. We're not going to promote it so hard this time because it's like different. Yeah, we are. Give like, us a rating in the Apple Podcast Store or share it with a friend or family member. We'd really appreciate it. I would really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. As always, we hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening. Nick, thank you for a wonderful conversation as always. And until that next was time. Maybe H. Just a maybe a little bit. Because we count the times when we were together. Now we're back again. But this time the colors will not be the same. He thought it was red. Say that we could be fell. Once we got scared of fear, God pulled our way. And then we're proud. So we are in color. Colors will not be the same